Hey, you're listening to Shouting in Place, because sometimes you need to shout into the void and know nothing will shout back. I'm your friend and your host, Dustin. Today, I'm joined by my friend and all-around cool person. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, all-around cool person. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I'm Brent. Brent Gillahan, I guess. Uh, I'm pretty chill. I own a few podcasts. I like to just make music, play video games, just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we know each other again through Respawning Fire because you know we're we're all video game nerd boys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, today we're gonna be talking about just you know music, video games, just shit that's been keeping us, uh, you know, vibing and keeping it chill. I have been vibing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's like my so- favorite word. <laughs> Dude, vibing. So, the the tracks I use, like uh, listeners, the intros and the transition stuff, it's all made by my friend for um, like we made we were doing stuff for another project, but using it for this. There's no official track name, but personally, I call it vibing because uh, <laughs> that that's just it's just what it feels like, man. We're just vibing, so I I thought it'd be perfect for this. So it is a vibe. I really enjoy the the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I keep telling him to release it like in full summer. He just hasn't done it yet just because he's working on a bunch of other stuff. Very busy person. Shout out to you, Abdul. Very busy, I know, but very talented. Shout out, man. It's such like a spacey vibe. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. It gets it gets that. And like, there's still like, it's a whole like a minute plus track. If anything, I'll send it to you after this so you can check it out personally. But Yo, it's, it's some good shit. Has some, has some good thing. Like, yeah, dude, bet on it. It's just bet, you know. <laughs> bet on it. Dude, bet on it was hype back in the day. <laughs> that... No joke, though. Dude, okay, I used to really love High School Musical. So bet on it from the second one, and then Boys mm-hmm. Are Back and Scream from the second one. Those were hype. I will say, I've actually never seen the... I've only seen the first one in full. I haven't seen the second ones, but I know the songs just from like osmosis like being online and <laughs> like i know uh michael jones from achievement hunter like that was his shit so like i watched a lot of that growing up so for me you know bet on it is is a certified banger mm-hmm. uh the second one's good the third one is hype though i remember i was watching it with my girlfriend one time when we first started dating and mm-hmm. we would talk and do whatever like during the movie and stuff but like when those songs came on i had to be like i'm not talking to you right now i'm going all out like singing this thing let's go <laughs> dude scream gets you so hype like i i don't know if you've heard the songs from three that much but that would be mm-hmm. one to go in like i don't know why that okay. music video gets me too <laughs> I, i'm gonna check it out for like like music and like when Movies have like a whole like like I mean it's a musical of course but like shit like Moana has a fucking killer soundtrack dude Moana like, sick dude yeah especially like and then of course like Hamilton is out um, Hamilton. I know I know you've been on a kick because um, it just came out on Disney Plus I, I assume you've watched it at least like three times or yeah I've watched it like five at this point nice but I've listened to the soundtrack since like 2016 like 50 times probably it's... yeah. One yeah. of the things I'm obsessed with the most, next to like Frozen or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I haven't seen it yet, just because I haven't had a chance to like sit down and watch the movie. But I I love the fucking soundtrack. My partner knows the whole soundtrack back to front, so 
every time we do karaoke, she she gets the stage with that. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, my girlfriend has to get used to me like just constantly singing Hamilton for like the past couple years. I mean, dude, it's real oh. fucking good. There's okay? something. Yeah, there was like either a firework or a storm going on outside. <laughs> A firework storm. Oh shit! <laughs> Ooh. But I would, well, I would dip and leave at that point. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, twenty twenty doesn't get any worse. So, dude, we can't keep saying that. <laughs> You're right. Shit. You know what? Every time someone says it, it just gets like one percent, and every time it gets to a hundred, it just so. Bro, honestly. But. On better things, yeah, Hamilton, Moana. I will say Lin-Manuel makes some, like, good fucking music. Man, I was so excited to see In the Heights. And, like, I don't know if he's ever just going to, like, release it or what. Mm-hmm. But when theaters open again, I'm hyped to see that. I thought yeah. they were going to do Hamilton in the In the Heights style. Like, I thought in, like, mm-hmm. three years we would get an actual movie of Hamilton. But I'm completely okay with, like, just the original cast stage recording. Yeah, D- D- uh, V Diggs is in this one, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. He's he's cool. Have you um have you seen Blind Spotting? No, not yet. Oh, that that's a good fucking movie. Um, it it stars David Diggs and Rafael Castro. I think is his name. I forget. He's another uh, musician. But that that movie, I will say, it hits fucking hard. But it's it's a it's a good movie. Like I I saw um mostly because. David Diggs is a fucking great musician, great rapper. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a cameo by my favorite artist, uh, Watsky. He's just like only Watsky. like, yeah, two minutes in the beginning, but great cameo. So like, okay, and then the fucking movie was fantastic. <laughs> I'll have to check it out for sure. I got such mm-hmm. a long like film backlog. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't really be talking about backlogs. I have like a huge backlog. <laughs> I feel that, man. It sucks when like, because I feel like I have a podcast for, like, everything. Like, I have film, mm-hmm. games, and music. So, it's, like, there's so many backlogs of everything I have to get to. And I can never find time mm-hmm. to, like, fill that backlog and then actually do the podcast and then go to work and, like, do everything else. Even in, like, quarantine, it's so difficult to, like, find the time to do everything. It's fun, though. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you actually have the chance, like, and it's... For some people, it's easier to find time right now. But I understand, like, for me, like, finding time to do stuff, like, even though I'm, like, now constantly busy, I um, I haven't found a chance to, like, sit down and watch Hamilton. Sit down and watch, like, the 30 TV shows. Like, y'all, I still haven't seen Breaking Bad. Like, I still haven't seen yeah, that. I haven't either, honestly. Yeah. And I, I, I know you get the feeling that you're always going to get someone's like, hey, just fucking watch it. I'm like, I fucking know. Mm-hmm. But still. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> You could say, like, oh, just watch it. It's just one TV show. But you know how many times I've heard just watch it about every TV show? Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do you how do you do all that? And I'm supposed to, like, I'm supposed to be making an album. It's supposed to be out in August, and I have not gotten close to that release date. Oh, yeah, because it's already fucking July. Oh, God, time's a flat circle. <laughs> I feel like I was writing good enough for a while, and then when it gets down to actually recording, there's so many, like, like what's the word i don't know just things that need to go right and like Mm -hmm. i don't know but 
Yeah, there's variables and stuff that you have to hit and all that. I get you. I I've been I've been dabbling in music production for a long time. I never actually like sat down and actually committed to it because I'm mm-hmm. still trying to like I I have this thing where like I could hear something and imagine it really well, but once it gets down to actually fucking doing it, I'm like beep boop. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I feel that honestly. It's like uh-huh. when I'm trying to make beats, it takes a lot to like just go in FL. Sometimes I'll just mess around with my synths and everything. Oh, yep, that was thunder. Orale. Well. <laughs> but I, I just like mess around with the synths and kind of like just press on the keyboard, like boop boop. Make maybe I'm maybe I'm hearing a vibe, maybe I'm not. Beep boop. Yeah, I tried something. There's a it's an online thing because I don't like have access to like fruity loops. My friend showed me um it's like a Linux-based one. I forget what it's called. And uh, same Abdul, the same person that made the track for this podcast, mm. he he has it down. He made the track for this, like the original track, literally like in 20 minutes while we were sitting down. Jeez. And like, I open up this Linux thing. I'm like, where the fuck, how in the shit do you do anything in this? <laughs> like, yeah. I found it. I found the things to like make sounds, but I don't know to record. I don't know where to do the loops. I don't fucking yeah. like, I can't. I have a friend like that too. Like I have my friend Darren. Like he'll uh he makes a lot of beats for me to use. Like we both kind of like make beats together. Sometimes he'll send me a demo and I'll work on that and make it better. But there's a mm-hmm. lot of times where he comes over to like, make a beat and suddenly he's just like I have an idea and he's making it. And I'm like, I don't understand how like you're into that so fast. Like the mouse is moving so fast. I don't understand mm-hmm. any of this, but this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, like I found something online. It's called Soundtrap. It's like a website that gives you like all the tools. And there's like, you could do a free one. There's a subscription service. And then playing around that, I made like some simple beats to, using around and um, trying to like make some stuff. So I'm trying to like make some stuff for different projects. And it's like, it's okay. But it's like getting there. Um, it's just like, I try i start with a simple thing then like i was like okay that's cool that's cool so then let me add this like one other sound and then like it just breaks i'm like fuck how do i get back (laughs) (laughs) that's really how it be man it's i'd say like for anyone trying to start make beats and i'm not like perfect by all means but i can at Mm -hmm. least make a song beginning to finish with like some chorus hooks in there Mm -hmm. decent i'd say for anyone that's like trying to do it the biggest thing is like I recommend FL Studio, but the biggest thing is everyone looks at it and they're like, I don't know what to do, which is completely understandable. Maybe watch a couple YouTube videos. But for me, when I hop in, once I know where everything's at, I just like I said, I start just messing around with a sound. Like if I find a sound in my list, I download some free plugins, some drums. Maybe I'll start with drums and I'll like, ooh, let's make a drum line or something. Mm-hmm. I'll mess with a synth or a piano. Just kind of like get a little like $30 MIDI keyboard. And start messing around with that, seeing if you mm-hmm. find any melodies that kind of like stick like your attention. That's the biggest thing I'd say. Like, yeah, I, I hear you. I've been uh, I've been thinking about getting a MIDI keyboard because I think having something like that would help me a lot. Because mm-hmm. I I was also been wanting to make like electronic music a lot because of uh, Sean Wasabi. Like the first like first episode of this was talking about his new album. And he has like the meaty fighter where it's just like the like the big square with all the cool buttons on it. Yeah, I want one of those. Yeah, dude, they're expensive though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a really expensive hobby for sure. 
Yeah, but it's it's really rewarding. Like even on soundtrack, even like the small things I made, like if it, it fit the vibe I was looking for, and I felt like that's really awesome. They're like trying to do that, and I'm trying to like write lyrics for other shit, and like do do a bunch of other crap, and just like you know, sometimes you just need to take a break. It's like okay, let me just focus on this one thing. Let me get the drums right. <laughs> I feel that. Mm-hmm. Is there a any specific like? Besides Hamilton, of course, like albums or like artists we listen to right now. Uh, I've been going through a lot of discographies recently mm-hmm. and try to like catch up on a lot of people I've missed. I'd say the people I'm still bumping are like probably like my top ten, which comes down to like Eminem. Mm-hmm. Like I have a list of it. I feel like it's better to just read off a list than try to take okay. two minutes to figure out. <laughs> That's fair. I tried to do that before. It doesn't really work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, like, not lightheaded, but you get what I mean. Just kind of, like, it's hard for me to think two words ahead. So if I'm trying to, like, read a list off my brain, I'm like, I'd, uh, uh. I, I get you. Like, that. that's exactly how I am. Because, like, if it's not in front of me, I just kind of pull off some random shit. I'll say, like, oh, it's this. But then, actually, I move, like, three steps away and talk about another tangent before I get back to the actual thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how it be. I'd say my top 10 rappers right now are probably Eminem, Denzel Curry, NF, Jordan Lucas, Juice World, Tory Lanez, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Lil Wayne, and King Crooked. I know a lot of that list is going to be people being like, gross, you're not a real hip-hop fan, which, okay, <laughs> okay, I get it, I like NF, <laughs> but yeah, those are all okay. people that fill me with like massive inspiration and that like I just get hyped for. Yeah, and I, like, I'm don't never fucking listen to shit like you're not a real ex fan whatever it's just like you're if the shit is good to you then you're a real fan you you care about it and so it doesn't matter if you haven't like you don't like the top 10 artists like i like a lot of hip-hop as well but i like even on your list i don't really listen to like a lot of that for me it's like it's watsky um mm. denzel curry also like slaps real hard um denzel's a goat Dude, for reals. Have you seen his Rage Against the Machine cover? Yeah, I did. Dude. It was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, here here I am on another tangent, but that uh, that channel, uh, Triple J, they do this series called Like a Version. So, like, version. Like, a version mm-hmm. of a game. Not like, like a virgin by the old song. Um, anyways, uh, they recently did one. It was actually a, a cover of Jesus Walks. And it's totally a different direction than the original song. And it fucking hits so fucking hard. So good. If you haven't watched it, I want to send it to you right after this because it's fucking real good. I'll definitely check it out for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm always into finding new stuff. Yeah. And I, I've been watching their channel for a while because also... um. I mean, just because I found them from years ago, because I I was super in for a while to like looking at artists that did covers of songs, because I really liked uh, Cake. Cake did a lot of artists back in the day. Maybe they do now. I don't know if they're still around, to be completely honest. But but I, so I was going through that and I found, um, what is it? There's a channel that does uh, versions like, like covers specifically here in the US. And like they had Motion City soundtrack and Rise Against and Foo Fighters doing different covers, and then um, 
Triple J is an Australian one. So I got into that because they have a huge backlog. There's like Childish Gambino um, doing like Tamiya like four or five years ago. Um, and there is this dude called Just a Gent, like D-J-E-N-T. Mm-hmm. And he did a cover of Day and Night by Kid Cudi. And that mm-hmm. one is like transcendent. He has like strings and like multiple artists. And he has this dude called Like a Lion uh, coming and do like a rap part at the end. It's real good. That sounds kind of sick. I'd have to check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you links to this because I listen to them all the fucking time. Yeah, but yo, on to like Kid Cudi though. I think like a month or two ago he dropped Leader, uh, Leader of the Delinquents, and I I still bop that. I still oh, really? bop that track. Oh, I haven't even been keeping up. I like a lot of uh, I like a lot of Cudi. I get that like that's like one of his rap tracks, but like I I like a lot of his like slower stuff too, where he's just harmonizing and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I've been um for me like hip hop is good. I've been going like back and forth between a lot of different stuff, like. I've gone back and listened to the Blink-182 discography just because, like, I I haven't listened to uh, Nine, like, all the way through. But I've gone back into, like, uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, The Self-Title, which is actually, like, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, Neighborhoods actually, like, slaps real hard. I feel like it's very, it's more sounding like Angels and Airwaves than Blink-182, but does give that good combination because you still have travis barker like killing it on the drums yeah uh, and uh of course like i mentioned watsky watsky just released his album earlier this year called placement it's uh it's also really good like it's his newest album but i feel like it's one of my favorites and he's been making music since like 2010 or some shit mm. i've been meaning to check that one out it's it's really good. Like honestly, if you haven't listened to it, I just listened to um, "Savage" is good, and "Border of My Heart" are "Border in My Heart." Both of those are really good. Some of my favorite songs from him. I'll check them out for sure. I'd mm-hmm. say out of like my list that I gave, obviously Eminem is my favorite. Like he's been my idol for I don't know how long. And yeah, I, it's easy to make the comparison between me and to yeah. know why I would like him. But I really enjoy him a lot. But I'd say out of like my list, the one I've been bopping to the most, I'd say, is Tory Lanez. I think okay. Okay. my love for him has been semi-recent. So like he's been kind of out of that list what I've been bopping the most. Tory Lanez is a god. Like, he's a goat for real. Like I think a lot of like he's famous. Well, obviously people hear him, but I think a lot of people still sleep on him. That new Toronto mm-hmm. three that he dropped, that album has no skips. That's a dope album. Oh, that's that's good. That's I have to check. I actually I haven't heard of this dude at all. So yeah, a lot of his a lot of his other albums are good. I like all his mm-hmm. albums, but I'd say new Toronto three has a sound that I really like on it. And after he released that album and then a single, I think he officially got free of his contract. So oh, okay. coming forward, like going forward, I'm hyped to see what he's uh, going to put out so that he, because before he was kind of just putting stuff out so that he could end his contract. So now I'm hyped to see like what he's wanting to put out. Like he did, uh, 
he had a song with Lil Wayne on uh, Funeral. And okay. then he did uh, he did that Jack Harlow remix of What's Poppin'. That was oh, okay, sick. okay, okay. I hear you. Well, Jack yeah. Harlow has such like, it's such a weird thing because I've always had this like, uh, petty beef with him like as a joke <laughs> because he's from Kentucky and I'm a Kentucky rapper and I haven't blown <laughs> up yet. <laughs> but Jack Harlow is actually really good. Just, just you just gotta keep releasing shit. Just you know, take your time. It doesn't matter if it happens now or in like five years, as long as you, you know, just remember. Your main goal is to blow up and, <laughs> and act, act like, like you don't know nobody. Exactly. Well, for for listeners, so like I would say, like, what would be three albums right now? It's like, hey, like, if you have some time and you want to listen to some new shit, check these out. What would you recommend? Hmm. New shit. And it doesn't need to be like new, just like, you know, if they haven't heard it before and it's like something that you listen to because i'm sure we both listen to the shit that no one has heard of that's true people. i'll go i'll do two answers one i'll go three albums that i think define me like three of my mm-hmm. favorites would be eminem's the eminem show i think that's the best that he's done All right. uh, and i think anyone that says eminem is whack needs to listen to the eminem show uh imperial by denzel curry i think is his mm-hmm. best i really enjoy that one and then the search by NF, I say those three are like my three favorite albums. For three that I think you should listen to, I'd say again, New Toronto Three. I think that one slaps hardcore. Uh, I'd have to look through Apple Music because okay. I know, I think everyone's probably heard it, but I think Funeral by Lil Wayne. I don't know if that's gonna be on the list, but I think that one is probably the best album that's come out in 2020, in my opinion okay okay and i would say it's hard to pick one album i'd say probably the whole anderson pock discog i would say Mm -hmm. but if i had to pick one it would probably be venice i really enjoy that one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. dude anderson pack is uh fucking good dude he's i did not expect him to be as good as he was Mm mm-hmm I don't like I heard of him of course like through Watsky cuz um I think all you could do was it all you could do uh the f- third album from him he was on a couple tracks and um like and then I saw him like I started looking through his music after that and he's fucking he slaps fire shit fire shit he really does cuz like when he wants to rap he can be pretty good like when he does uh R&P with uh, YB and Gorday, that song's pretty good. And then he does like his solo stuff, like a lot of R and B. It's pretty good. He dropped a lockdown track, which was pretty good and pretty okay. politically heated for a good reason. And that one was really good. And then he did like the hook for "Lock It Up" on an Eminem track on yeah. M's new album. That was pretty mm-hmm. sick. I'd say mm-hmm. PTSD by G Herbo. I think that main title track got a lot of attention but i think the album itself didn't get as much and i think that whole album is really good and then honestly i would say not a lot of people i don't hear a lot of people going into the d12 discog but that that stuff slaps i think d12 has two albums that have no skips on there for me all right yeah and then 
Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I was just gonna say, going through my thing real quick, I found a yeah, couple yeah. that I really want to shout out. Care for Me by Saba. That's really good. He has a track on there called Prom King. That at least listen to that track. That track is very sad. It's a very good story track. It's like what I like about old school Eminem. I think Royce of Five Nine dropped a really good album this year called The Allegory. I think that one kind of slapped. And then The Book of Ryan he dropped previously. I think both of those are like peak Royce. And then going through, uh, I think that's about it. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check some of those because I haven't, I haven't listened to all of them. Uh, have spe- Like, quick tangent. Have you heard the new Run the Jewels? Or no, I... I need to. Ooh, I've been dude. there's there's a lot that's on my Discog. Like I think I'm I gotta yeah. listen to the new Pop Smoke record that came out. Mm. I'll listen to that today. New Juice World's dropping tonight. There's a lot that I I will say the new Run the Jewels. Um, like uh, I think one of my earlier episodes I was talking to uh the guy that runs the Xanathar Twitter account and like on Twitter uh mm. whose name also happens to be Dusty. Cool dude. Uh, <laughs> He he uh he recommend that and I listened to it. I that's another one where I I've listened to it a couple times, haven't skipped once. It's Dang. some good fire shit. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Have you mm-hmm. this sounds like a redundant question, but have you listened to Kendrick Lamar? I listened to some. Like I okay. I listened to um a bit of a I think to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And uh, like some of his newer stuff, but I haven't like really done a deep delve into it. Yeah, because I was gonna ask you what your favorite album from him by uh, album by him is. Because I think honestly, my favorite Kendrick album would be Good Kid, Mad City. I see a lot of answers for like Section Eighty or To Pimp a Butterfly, which they could all be correct. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Pimp a Butterfly it... is. I can understand people saying it's the greatest album of all time, but. I, I really I mean, like Good Mad City. I like it. I just it's one of those things like it's an artist I've not like taken the time to like get into because like I I'll hear some of his stuff and it reminds me it's like oh man it reminds me of this other track so I just go listen to another artist. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now if for a couple albums like the only things I can think of on top of my head definitely run the jewels straight fire. Um, Watsky's placement it's a short album I think it's only like maybe 10 tracks if even um but for me there's no skips on that it's it's not very if you know watsky it's not very traditional hip-hop it's very actually a big departure from a lot of his music mm-hmm. but it's for me it's very relevant right now just like with everything going on everything going on personally in my life as well um which he has an act for like recent albums when like shit lines up for me with him so I always feel more sentimental about the shit, but placement really good. Um, I'm so sad. Like his tour is happening. I would have gone to his show like a week ago and you know, everything fucked up. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm sorry, man. That would have been sick. Dude. Yeah. And um, hopefully going, hopefully next year things go all right. He's actually doing the thing is like, he was doing shows all over the country. So there's going to be one in LA where he does all of um all of cardboard castles no all of all you can do and then he was doing all cardboard castles in i think san francisco 
And then he's doing a show in Boston next year where he's doing all of his self-titled, which is his first album. So I may want to go to that one, take a real road trip. Well, a big road trip because I'm in California, so it's very far. But, you know, <laughs> I think I think it should, man. I think that'd be like a really good experience. I was debating doing that for like a NF concert or something. Mm-hmm. But I think that it could be a really good memory to go on a road trip for like someone that you really look up to. Yeah, yeah, it's. The self-titled is also like, because I've been listening to Watsky since it's self-titled. Because uh, I found them like through Pale Kid Raps Fast. Mm. Uh, which is like, if you haven't seen it and you enjoy Watsky, definitely check it out. He he does a, a small rap over Break Your Neck. Uh, so, very good. But yeah. Um, I think this is a good transition. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to be talking about some other stuff. And we'll be right back. Welcome back. So this segment of the podcast, um, I always want to bring up to light some important things happening in the world, important ways to help because uh, this podcast is used as a distraction, but there's some things that we just cannot and should not ignore. Um, I do want to just start off by bringing up, I still have the fundraiser going for Doctors Without Borders going on. Um, there's a tilt to five fundraiser and I also have shirts and masks uh, with my logo at an a design that says shot into the void with me. Um, I like both of them a lot. Uh, all the proceeds are going to be going towards Darks Without Borders. And I have a goal of $100. Um, and we're actually like almost there, which is wild because it's like still early July. Uh, so I'm very excited to see if we do that. If we like go past that, I'm going to have to do something. Like I'm thinking of like, I don't know. I, I can only do so much, but I'll come up with something. Uh, but yeah, definitely check those out. Descriptions will be in the description. Descriptions, yeah, descriptions will be in the description, and also on the Twitter and all that stuff. Um, if you can buy a shirt or donate a couple dollars, great. If can't, just retweet, spread the word. Um, Doctor Lab Board is doing good stuff, and I feel like it's going to be very important right now that they get to the places they need to get to. Uh, yeah. But I also want to talk about some other stuff. Uh, Brent, you wanted to talk about some certain stuff going on right now. Yeah, I was, I was looking around. I was wanting to find like some smaller things to help out. But honestly, it it just seemed like Black Lives Matter is too much of a big thing that I can't really devote my attention to something else right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the one thing I'm trying to support right now. It's not something I feel like I can just kind of like put to the side and focus on something else feel like until we kind of like solve this issue which maybe not maybe won't be solved in our lifetimes but until we fight enough for it that it won't really be yeah i don't know but i I think it's the most important thing to me right now and i hope people take the time to support it and do some research on everything and kind of Mm -hmm. figure out the place in the world that you want to stand on and help better humanity yeah like um honestly it is this gonna timestamp it for y'all. It's July eighth. Protests are still fucking happening every fucking day, and this started at the end of May. And so mm-hmm. if that doesn't put into perspective like how fucking big of a movement this is, this is like it's 
the stars align in a very shitty way for it to be able for people to have the time and have the like the fire in themselves to protest because it's like it's not like this is new like we know that this has been going on for fucking ever but now that we're able to do this and these protests are you know sometimes small sometimes big they are causing changes elsewhere in the world and the fucking if the whole world is protesting this shit then you know it's something that you can't like ignore or can't yeah. like say that this is not quote unquote not real which that's a conversation for another day yeah that's what i was gonna say you you can't ignore this this isn't a trend that's gonna die down this is gonna be something that we're fighting for lifetimes but it's something that you need to and i think i don't want to get really political on here this is an escape but i know a lot of people that aren't normally affected by the the troubles will just act like it's not a problem when it is a problem you just never had to be affected with it mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. if you are one of those people like i said maybe do some research and figure out that there are people going through some struggles you will never imagine so just help them out yeah and that's definitely really important right now and also you don't have to be afraid of being political on this part of the podcast because that's what this whole shit's about because let me be real it's this the reason i started this podcast is because i was fucking pissed off (laughs) (laughs) so i've always like especially since like since high school i've always been like very very hmm, how to put this i'm very politically stressed is that a, that's that the phrase? I don't know if that's a phrase, but like, I I've been very like wanting to like do right and like right unjust and like I just didn't know how. And this is something as small as this is, this is something that's letting me do that and yeah. also spread more positive shit because like we we can't just like you can't be angry and pissed off a hundred percent of the time as much as like you have the right to you'll just get burnt out sure like you need you need to take some time for yourselves and you take some time to be stressed and this honestly this goes a little bit of everything especially like like this is happening there's all the bs happening in the gaming community right now and every community is like having like should come up because it's finally like people are finally having the time to like realize that this is not right and should have never happened and we need to stop it mm-hmm. yeah i usually don't get too involved in things because i just stress myself out and anxiety mm-hmm. but this is something that just pisses me off that people just i don't know get mad that just people act like we can't have equality you know mm-hmm. people are exactly. acting like it's it should just go back to normal like people getting killed for no reason that's just normal People are acting yeah. like it should be normal. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hear you. That this going back to normal is not a, where we need to go right now. Just mm. straight up. Um, what, we've, what we've had is never normal. So we need a yeah. change. We need a new normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And if uh, if you're not sure where to like look for stuff, um, I we talked about on like my second episode or something like that there is literally like a curated list of like over like 50 to 60 organizations that you could help support sign petitions for all that stuff 
I'll try to uh, look it back up and put it in the description of this. That way, y'all, like, if you're unsure where to start, mm-hmm. you can check there. They go from everywhere, from national organizations, international to local sectors, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the one thing that I'm going to bring up is uh, kind of about this, it's the Okra Project. Um, if you haven't heard, the Okra Project is organization to help Black trans people essentially, like, get food on their plates and also help people struggling finding a job work here and then get money and also get food on their own plates um the whole idea is the okra project like pays a black trans person to um go cook at someone else's house for another like family in need uh like trans family black family poor family just a family in need and um they provide the food and everything to cook it, and then they also pay for the person to actually go out and do that. And so, uh, like right now on their front page, like this says, like a one session costs ninety bucks, and they put like eighteen people could donate five, nine people could donate ten, and that really shows you like anything could help to get these people, like literally food on the tables. Cause like, like I think I talked to this recently, but everyone needs to fucking eat because it's it's mm. an essential essential thing we need food and right now if you can't afford that because everything going on uh, you should like be able to still get food on your in your home regardless like you shouldn't be forced to not be able to eat because you can't afford it exactly so it's uh the okra project has been doing a lot of good stuff and uh, i thought it would be really good to support it so if you're interested Check them out. It's okraproject.com. The website will be in our description. Also in the Twitter thing and all that stuff. Check it out. Share if you can. Donate if you can. Um, I say this every time and I still stand by literally anything helps. Yeah. So we're going to transition to the last part of this podcast, uh, which I call Shouting Into the Void. Uh, Which... Uh, if you listen before, I always say shouting is very cathartic. It releases a lot of its pent up stress, pent up, and like makes you legit like feel better. Uh, and yeah, if you have a jar, like Brent, do you have a jar, cup, shouting receptacle? I have my hands. That works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or you could just like shout into the air as long as like I just say something because it muffles it. But you know. If you're at home and listening, I recommend join along. Uh, if you are just going to shout into the air, into the void, let people know so they don't worry about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have my my shouting jar that I use only for shouting now. <laughs> uh, right here. Uh, you about ready, Brent? Yes, sir. All right. It's, it's going to be one, two, three, and then we're going to shout. All right. Sounds good. <clears throat> taking a step away from the mic just a bit all right one two three <clears throat> yeah i do that always makes me feel better no matter how many times <laughs> i do this like it's always like a little bit of relief on my off my chest. <laughs> I feel that man. I'm glad to have like this space to 
what's the word? Just get stress off you and let other people release stress and everything. Yeah, because like sometimes like I think it's something that we need right now, and I definitely need it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, before we head off into the void, uh, where can people find you? Where can people find your podcast that you do some cool stuff on? Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Porkchop One Eighteen. Do a video essay that stream Porkchop One Eighteen YT on Twitch. I have the Uncultured Opinions podcast. We do films. Uh, working on a music one under that umbrella. Nice. Uh, I have the Untitled PS Pod, Untitled PlayStation podcast. That one's pretty fun. Uh, do a lot of music. I don't know, like, just keep searching B Ren on Apple Music and Spotify. Maybe one day I'll pop up on there Hell once yeah. I decide to actually release a track. <laughs> and then <laughs> I do a lot of stuff with my really good friends at Respawn Name Fire, but everyone in this community, I'm sure, is friends with them. Holden and Chad and really good friends with Dallas and Matt as well. Those guys are amazing and I love them so much. They've been some they're, of my best friends. The four of them have awesome. been some, some of my best friends this year and I really enjoy them a lot. Mm-hmm. So I would say check out them. I'm sure, like I said, this community is great. I feel like there's been a whole community around Holden and Chad and I'm glad that we've had the opportunity to do everything and become really good friends. Yeah, there there truly are some really great people. And so and honestly, like if y'all listening, you hear about responding fire lives because like this group of community is like the first people I go to to try to like to, you know, connect some shit. So definitely check them out. It's all like good people, good video game stuff. Holden is like he's Holden is the more professional one. I mm. quote unquote more professional. He gets to, to the facts, he gets some like really like good information out there chat i said in the dallas episode he's just a ball of fucking sunshine so <laughs> true and bless holden's heart i've been uh talking about terraria for like three months at this point and uh, then finally holden was like yeah i could play with you if you want and i'm like holden it's okay i was joking <laughs> like i didn't want to make you feel forced but if you want to i'll show you the ropes i guess nice <laughs> yeah so definitely check out all that stuff check out respawn name fire um, keep looking for B rent. You'll you'll find them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but that's gonna be it for now. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Brent. This has been really good. I appreciate uh, you having me. Yeah, and um, for now, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll see you next time. <laughs>